0: Chapter Four of Aunt Jane's Nieces. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Aunt Jane's Nieces by L. Frank Baum. Chapter Four. Louise makes a discovery. How did you enjoy the reception, Louise? Very well, Mamma, but I made the discovery that my escort, Harry Windham, is only a poor cousin of the rich Windham family, and will never have a penny he doesn't earn himself. I know that," said Mrs. Merrick, "but Harry has the entree into some very exclusive social circles. I hope you treated him nicely, Louise. He can be of use to us. Oh yes, I think I interested him. "'but he's a very stupid boy. "'By the way, mamma, I had an adventure last evening, "'which I have had no time to tell you of before.' "'Yes?' "'It has given me quite a shock. "'You noticed the maid you ordered to come from Madame Bourne "'to dress my hair for the reception?' "'I merely saw her. "'Was she unsatisfactory?' "'She was very clever. "'I never looked prettier, I'm sure.' the maid is a little demure thing very young for such a position and positively homely and common in appearance but i hardly noticed her until she dropped a letter from her clothing it fell just beside me and i saw that it was addressed to no less a personage than my rich aunt miss jane merrick at elmhurst curious to know why a hairdresser should be in correspondence with aunt jane i managed to conceal the letter under my skirts until the maid was gone "'Then I put it away until after the reception. "'It was sealed and stamped, all ready for the post, "'but I moistened the flap and easily opened it. "'Guess what I read?' "'I've no idea,' replied Mrs. Merrick. "'Here it is,' continued Louise, "'producing a letter and carefully unfolding it. "'Listen to this, if you please. "'Aunt Jane, she doesn't even say dear or respected, you observe.' your letter to me asking me to visit you is almost an insult after your years of silence and neglect and your refusals to assist my poor mother when she was in need thank god we can do without your friendship and assistance now for my honoured father major gregory doyle is very prosperous and earns all we need i return your cheque with my compliments if you are really ill i am sorry for you and would go to nurse you were you not able to hire twenty nurses each of whom would have fully as much love and far more respect for you than could ever your indignant niece patricia doyle what do you think of that mamma it's very strange louise this hairdresser is your own cousin so it seems and she must be poor or she wouldn't go out as a sort of lady's-maid i remember scolding her severely for pulling my hair at one time and she was as meek as Moses, and never answered a word. "'She has a temper, though, as this letter proves,' said Mrs. Merrick, "'and I admire her for the stand she has taken.' "'So do I,' rejoined Louise with a laugh, "'for it removes a rival from my path. "'You will notice that Aunt Jane has sent her a cheque "'for the same amount she sent me. "'Here it is, folded in the letter.' probably my other cousin the dugraaff girl is likewise invited to elmhurst aunt jane wanted us all to see what we were like and perhaps to choose between us quite likely said mrs merrick uneasily watching her daughter's face that being the case continued louise i intend to enter the competition with this child patricia out of the way It will be a simple duel with my unknown du cousin, for my aunt's favour, and the excitement will be agreeable, even if I am worsted. "'There's no danger of that,' said her mother, calmly. "'And the stakes are high, Louise. I've learned that your Aunt Jane is rated as worth a half-million dollars.' "'They shall be mine,' said the daughter, with assurance, "'unless, indeed,' THE DEUGRAPH GIRL IS MOST WONDERFULLY CLEVER. WHAT IS HER NAME? ELIZABETH, IF I REMEMBER RIGHTLY. BUT I'M NOT SURE SHE IS YET ALIVE, MY DEAR. I HAVEN'T HEARD OF THE DEUGRAPH FOR A DOZEN YEARS. ANYWAY, I SHALL ACCEPT MY AUNT JANE'S INVITATION, AND MAKE THE ACCEPTANCE AS SWEET AS PATRICIA DOYLE'S REFUSAL IS SOUR. AUNT JANE WILL BE SIMPLY FURIOUS WHEN SHE GETS THE LITTLE HAIRDRESSER'S NOTE. Will you send it on? Why not? It's only a question of resealing the envelope and mailing it, and it will be sure to settle Miss Doyle's chances of sharing the inheritance, for good and all. And the cheque? Oh, I shall leave the cheque inside the envelope. It wouldn't be at all safe to cash it, you know. But if you took it out, Jane would think the girl had kept it money, after all, and would be even more incensed against her. No, said Louise, after a moment's thought. I'll not do a single act of dishonesty that could ever by any chance be traced to my door. To be cunning, to be diplomatic, to play the game of life with the best cards we can draw, is every woman's privilege. But if I can't win honestly, Martitia, I'll quit the game, for even money can't compensate a girl for the loss of her self-respect. Mrs. Merrick cast a fleeting glance at her daughter and smiled. Perhaps the heroics of Louise did not greatly impress her. End of chapter 4